One thing that I have actively been doing is really taking this time to intentionally detach from things I cannot control and really not letting that give me any source of anxiety or fear. And just detachment is my biggest thing right now during everything going on. Of course, I'm doing everything in my power to make sure we as a business are remaining relevant, that we're doing everything we can to support our members, to support each other. Um, but the, at the end of the day, there's only so much that we can do and that I can do. And just trying not to put everything on my shoulders is a learning process for me. And to just let go so much of trying to hold everything together all the time. Everyday triumphs, extraordinary outcomes, a space where narratives connect. This is the Big Idea Box podcast. Born at the Lab Miami, this podcast invites all entrepreneurs to share, support, and empower. Welcome, everyone. This is your host, Sebastian. And today we are having another reunion of the Fat Four uh, as some of you, not some of you, a lot of you may be under the homestay quarantine status as well. Um, we're taking this opportunity to share with all of you how we're going through this moment and how we're actually opting for resilience as a way to navigate through this wave. And I'd like to introduce the rest of the team. We have Bryant, Tammy, and Rachel, each one of them in their own little bubbles so today um like i said we're just going to be talking about how the lab has been doing how the different businesses inside of the lab have been impacted how we as individuals have been impacted by this whole situation so we really hope that um this content helps you to feel connected inspired and um if you ever guys have any questions, please, we're always here, especially through this time. So, welcome everyone. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold. Welcome. So, before we dive into this topic, we would like to, first of all, send our most sincere sense of gratitude to everyone that's out there fighting and really trying to make their best so we can all be in a better state after all of this. So, thank you to all of the doctors, to all of the hospitals, to all of the different businesses that are readapting and that are making their best efforts to navigate through this wave. I would like to end it into Rachel so she can let us know how we are actually doing as a business, how different companies from the lab have been impacted. So why don't you let us know, Rachel, your news, Rachel, how this is all going? Well, we have been doing a lot of adjusting, that's for sure. Um, our business is considered a brick and mortar business. So the whole point of our business is bringing people together in person. And um, that obviously has been completely affected. Uh, a good portion of our business is also live events. So um, that has taken a pause at the moment. So we've been, since this has started, we have taken a gradual approach, just keeping in mind the local uh, government officials, what they've been saying, the guidelines they've been putting out, the CDC. And um, we've been super on top of like all of the local news and updates that have been coming out. As of right now, as it stands, we are open just to the members only in the space. Um, Tammy and I are actually at the lab today uh, in different <laughs> areas. <laughs> and uh, Typically, we just have one staff member there a day and we have limited hours. We've of course increased our sanitation efforts um, we only have a few members coming in on a day-to-day -day basis, but we're here to make sure those members are taken care of and, of course, to execute the necessary businesses 
that we have in place, which is accepting mail, which is super important. Um, yeah, actually, I was going to say, if I can add on to that yeah. little note, uh, everybody that works out of the lab, they usually, they see our relationship with our mailmen and, um, <laughs> And they, they, they always find it like a, a, a little weird. We get along with our mailman really well. So I was talking to our, our USPS guy uh, yesterday and uh, he was telling me about a little fun fact. Um, 30 days ago, the, the mail people were notified that in 30 days, businesses that aren't receiving their mail and packages, um, they're obviously holding on to all that sort of stuff today is the the 30th day today's the day where all that mail gets rts um sent back to wherever it came from you know and then i asked them well what happens when when those businesses dare to pick up that that sort of stuff and then he's like that's it you know all that mail all those packages gone like might as well be trash um so i think it, i think it's important um Definitely to, to mention as well that, that we're providing like a, a really important service on that front. Um, the lab is still here, still collecting the mail on behalf of so many businesses um, mm -hmm. so that we can keep operations going. Um, didn't mean to interrupt. Just wanted to no. throw that little oh, wow, Thank you. That actually made a lot of sense, Brian. And thank you for mentioning that because, again, you know, we are aware that there's a lot of transformation happening all the time and it's super valid so for those that are actually looking to continue to keep their mail we still have also a virtual membership available mm -hmm. so i feel like it's super valid um to mention that and uh, thank you so much for letting us know for sure absolutely yeah just so in going case. back just in case muy importante yes and we're also taking the right precautions to sanitize the mail and everything when it comes so going back to Rachel and the other precautions that we have been taking as a space, what are other things, Rachel, that you feel like we have been doing as a business inside for the, the few members that are in the space so they feel safe and at home? So yeah, definitely the lab is a lot of people's home away from home. Like I definitely feel that way. And a lot of people rely on the lab to execute their business. Most of the members here are small business owners and entrepreneurs, and they depend on this space to make it happen. So one thing that we've been doing, of course, is enforcing the social distancing. We used to do all of our cafecito times and happy hours and different community things that would are meant to bring people together. And right now we, we can't do that. Um, so first and foremost, making sure all of our event programming is put on hold. We're only open to the current members of the space. Um, we have like a camera in the front, so we see anyone coming in, they have to ring a doorbell to come in through the front door. Um, so we're being really tight on our security me uh, measures. And we have a really large open space, which is one of the advantages as a, a co-working space. It's 10,000 square feet of open space, which is pretty rare. So people are really easy easily able to sort of distance themselves and feel safe and comfortable. Yeah, that's indeed super important. And uh, something that we mentioned is that some of the members have been impacted by this, of course, and uh, it's almost like they have to put their membership on hold. And I know we know that not only our members and the businesses that work from the lab itself, but there's a lot of other businesses. Every single business around has been impacted by this. And I know that Brian uh, wanted to share some information in regards to those ha that have been impacted. So mm -hmm. I'd like you to take that on, Yanni, so we can share a little bit about what's happening around here in Miami in the entrepreneurial business community. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so I want to start off by saying that when it comes to a lot of the members that work out of the lab, um, I've become friends with a lot of those members. Everybody on the team has become friends with a lot of those members. Um, so it hurts, you know, when you when you see so many of these businesses um, and so many of these entrepreneurs that are are you know working on stuff that they they really care about and, and stuff that's really important. Um, it's really hard to see just to watch their businesses go through um, through these sort of things. There's a lot of businesses that are taking 
huge hits right now. So I just wanted to kind of throw out some numbers to create some sense of um, perspective. Um, so for example, right, I have a lot of friends back from the drinking days. I have a lot of friends in um, the restaurant beverage service mm. industry. You know, I got a lot of bartender, bartender friends and stuff like that. Um, so I was looking at some of the stats, right, from the National Restaurant Association. There are 41,000 or over 41,000 eating and drinking establishments in Florida. And that constitutes over a million jobs. <laughs> over a million jobs, which is 12%. Yes, in that industry. That's 12% of Florida's employment. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. You know, it, it, it generates uh, over $50 billion in sales, right? Um, and that's just, you know, from that one industry. And in Wynwood, we're surrounded by so many uh, restaurants and bars and, and stuff like that. We're also surrounded by a lot of retail. Um, so retail in the United States has plummeted 8.7% in March, you know. So March wow. being the end of Q1. Um, these are like the most up-to-date numbers uh, that we have so that you have a little bit of perspective. The last time that there was a, a decline in retail sales, the previous record was 3.9%, like a 3.9% dip in retail sales. And that was during the Great Recession in November 2008. We're currently at 8.7. Not to bum people out, just some numbers and facts, you know, um, the, the sale, uh, auto sales, you know. We just recently covered the future of transportation and what that's going to look like. We wow. couldn't have possibly predicted that auto sales would be dropping, you know, because of this crisis. Um, it's currently at a, a drop of 25.6%. Um, and with, you know, uh, let's see. And uh, so th this is like a lot of bad news. There's a lot, a lot of stuff going down. What's, <laughs> what's going, what's going, what's going well? You know, uh, it's their numbers are facts. It's what's yeah, happening. It's this digital, part of the reality. Yeah. So digital retail is uh, is an industry that is up right now. Um, it's up 1.3 percent. Which, to to be honest, I thought it would be up way more. You know, mm -hmm. um, in terms of brick and mortar versus digital right now to all of our digital entrepreneurs now's the time you should be going after it you know um sales are are up uh but the one challenge uh that we're really facing is that consumer confidence is down so you know with everybody in a crisis state their priorities are going to shift you know um away from non-essentials um so what is actually Oh, <laughs> well, just to just to, you know, wrap up on like my thought. Right. Um, with with the confidence down, uh, we need to we need to find new ways and, and resources um, to reinstill that confidence in the in the consumers. Right. Um, that's part of what our initiative is at the at the lab and, and our intention behind uh, this episode is to direct people towards resources so that they can show their resilience in this time of crisis. Right now, if you wanna hear about other people that are, you know, how they're dealing with um, the, the crisis situation, uh, one place that I, I recommend checking out is go on to Tropical. Uh, right now they have a series of articles called the Corona Chronicles, where you can see other Miami locals and how they're dealing uh, with this crisis situation. Mm. And, I mean, my, my last, uh, one of my last thoughts here is that um, now is the time where we're being tested to either pivot your business or to uh, double down uh, on your business. Mm -hmm. We're in very uncertain times. Uh, I found a quote that it is, uh, it, it kind of like puts a picture to it. So it's uh, talking about our, our scenario right now where we are either in a V a U or an L, right? The V is the best scenario, right? Which means that there was a sharp drop in sales, but on the other side of this crisis, we're looking for an aggressive uh, rebound, right? That's the ideal situation. The U means that it's gonna be more gradual 
longer because of the uncertainty and we don't really know when we're going to come out of, uh, of the crisis but still being more hopeful that as the consumer confidence builds so will those numbers so that's where the, the u comes in you know gradually coming back up but the reality of the situation is that we're in an l which means that right now sales have gone down and everything is so undetermined that it's just flatlining at the bottom we don't know what the future holds we don't know where we're going um but the best thing that we can try and do is either pivot or double down um so that being said what are some of uh the the resources that that um some entrepreneurs can turn to to help turn things around for this I thought Tammy would be uh, excellent at uh, providing some of those resources for us. Yes, thank you so much for giving us that perspective, those numbers. It just really put things into perspective, especially with the V, U, and the L. <laughs> you know? It's real, you know, there's nothing wrong with being real about what's going on. Avoiding it, ignoring it is not going to help. So going through it is really the best way to properly process what's going on. Uh, thankfully, there are a lot of resources available at the moment from ways to get groceries if you or your loved ones are not able to leave their home, uh, from free webinars to emergency funding options. Uh, social media has been a very crucial instrument right now in order to get the word out faster. So thank God that technology is a part of what's going on. I did want to mention that some platforms that you can go to that have more of a centralized approach as to different resources you can find are either the Miami Herald, you can go onto their website. Um, they do also have Instagram, they have social media uh, and Twitter. Or you can also check, check out the New Tropic. It is a free local resource as well that um, they're really good at figuring out a way to provide the news, the hard facts, but in a more um, lighthearted way and provide a balance in terms of more fun and other options that you know might be interesting to you so you're not only like whether it be like a virtual concert whether it be um you know it's a poetry slam that's virtual like they're offering those type of resources as well so they're a good uh, contrast to miami hero which is more hard news but those are good two resources to check out what are some platforms that you guys have been turning to that would be probably helpful to our audience. Yes, thank you. Thank you for asking that because I also wanted to mention that um, um, Refresh Miami, I feel like they continue to provide some pretty good updated information in terms of how the entrepreneurial community is actually navigating through this wave. So I feel like that it's it's um it's a reliable source. You know, like right now there is a lot of um, overstimulation in terms of like the information that's being circulated yes. and um, it is really important to know which are those resources that you know we trust yeah so it's really good that, that we mentioned that and thank you so much for mentioning those and you tropic definitely it's it's a hub of very good juicy information about what's happening it almost it almost like portrays how miami's feeling through yes. their newsletter you know as yeah. well as providing some really interesting facts about COVID 19. for sure Having mentioned in that, um, before we jump into our side, how we're coping with this, working from home with this situation, I wanted to mention how the lab is a service of the community. Things have shifted tremendously. Business are readapting incredibly fast. Um, there is a huge amount of help out there. So please, for those of you that are listening, make sure that you are leaning on the support of your community super important right now it's okay to be vulnerable because we are all in the same position with that i'd like to just mention what we're offering as a community the newsletter for those of you that have noticed some changes recently we don't have feature events we're now more focused on webinars so if anyone is interested to promote their community webinars we have a section in our newsletter we're also encouraging people to tag us on Instagram so that way we can just re-communicate. That's something super important right now. We want to be of help to communicate anything that may be going on your side. And we hope that those are some tools that we can provide to different entrepreneurs that are just trying to, to make it happen, that are being resilient through this moment. And um, 
that's what I wanted to add in terms of what we add in as a community, guys. And I'm not sure if you guys would also like to add something else that you yes. may be aware of. Yes, Rachel. So one thing I will add to everything that you guys just said in terms of resources, I found that right now is a time, like you said, to really rely on your community. And I think a huge source of support and information is your peer groups. So for example, all like the local co-working space operators have really come together throughout this time. And I've been in close contact with a lot of them and just been completely transparent about what we're doing, um, how we're navigating this and we keep each other updated. Um, and I think that's like a huge thing that we haven't really seen in the past where people are super down to support each other and share information mm -hmm. and like different restaurants, local restaurants I know have done the same. And just anyone in your immediate peer group, I know Refresh Miami, Nootropic, Endeavor Miami, Miami Angels, The Knight Foundation, um, Lab Ventures, those are all sort of our immediate community partners. And together we've um, sort of rallied together and in less than <laughs> like 24 hours, we came up with this um, free webinar series that we launched last week called Conquering Crisis. And uh, the next one is actually happening this Thursday or well, when this airs, it'll already have passed. But you're gonna also see them all on our podcast. We're gonna be putting them up up on our podcast and also the recorded webinars on our YouTube channel. And it's all about the community coming together and sharing really resourceful, important, and valid information and perspectives that is gonna help support you, your small business, um, just as an individual, your mental health. Everything is really important that we're sharing this right now. And I think now is the time that people are really coming together and they're willing to collaborate and everyone's in this together at the end of the day. So I think that's an important point. Well said, Rachel. And um, now that you mentioned that, I'd like to take the opportunity, something that was actually said during the webinar series, part one, the concurrent crisis. Um, so Maurice Ferret and also Johanna um, from Wincode, they agree in the sense that right now, everyone is reinventing themselves. Right now, something that business are actually investing a lot of time on is how do we change the product that we offer and adapt it to the new necessities that are emerging from this whole situation. So the reason why I'm mentioning this is because as we spoke as a team, we found some sort of like synchronicity with the episodes that we've been launching episode 31 innovating with a purpose with n rosenberg talks about how if we really want to move on to the new version of a new world where we live in sustainability where we live in harmony peace and equality um something that is really important is that is that purpose has to be embedded in their mission statement so i feel like right now from a personal standpoint it's the right opportunity for those that are in charge of different businesses and different corporations to if right now major restructuring is happening i hope that that is all put together and if you guys want to get some insight i invite everyone to listen to our previous episodes where you know we talk more in depth about these topics so again just another thought for the conversation. And now I would like to ask some personal questions to you guys so that way we can share with the community how we are actually dealing with this situation, right? Mm -hmm. Like as business, we're adapting and also as individuals, how are we coping with this moment? Okay. Great. Okay. So for that, I have some questions that um, we can start responding in the order that you guys prefer. And the first one, um, I'm gonna explain to you guys where it came from. I was actually doing the research. Okay, okay we've been yeah. upgraded. <laughs> Can I just say something real quick? Shout yes. out to Zoom for giving us unlimited minutes on this meeting. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> okay. 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 Wow. Universe did that. We're going to take it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no yes. rush on the time limit, guys. We're out here for free. Gonna and take the credit away from Zoom and just give it right to the universe. 
thank you for mentioning that okay so the first question that i wanted to ask you guys came from listening to this podcast called road to resilience and mm -hmm. the podcast is from the Sinai health system in new york city and one of their episodes they interview one of the main doctors leaders that are helping let's say the troops that are right now fighting this war with COVID-19. And um, one of the things that he mentioned, his name is, I believe, Dennis Char, Chartney. Dennis Chartney is his name. And one of the things that he mentioned is that this is an opportunity to turn a crisis into personal growth and greater purpose. So the question for you guys is, how have you turned this crisis into personal growth and greater purpose? And I know that it may sound a little deep. We may have the time, have had the time to like invest on that and we may have not and it's totally okay. But I wanted to um, ask you guys that, why don't we start with Rachel? Oh, okay. No pressure. Yeah, yeah, you, go, you can do it at your own leisure. Rachel, go. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot I said that. No worries, it's okay. So how have I been taking this moment to further my impact and personal growth? One thing that I have actively been doing is really taking this time to intentionally detach from things I cannot control and really not letting that give me any source of anxiety or fear. And just detachment is my biggest thing right now during everything going on. Of course, I'm doing everything in my power to make sure we as a business are remaining relevant, that we're doing everything we can to support our members, to support each other. Um, but the, at the end of the day, there's only so much that we can do and that I can do and just trying not to put everything on my shoulders is a learning process for me. So that's definitely been an opportunity for me to deal with that and to just let go so much of trying to hold everything together all the time. And then on top of that, um, as I was mentioning earlier, this moment has been an amazing opportunity to really come together in our community. And I've had such a pleasure connecting with people. Um, Rebecca Danta, for example, uh, Michelle, who runs Man Attack, the girls at Endeavor. Of course, I talk to them and we deal with each other on a day-to-day -day basis in one way or another, but really connecting with them in a new sort of vulnerable setting and relying on one another and um, taking away any sort of, like, any sort of inhibitions that maybe we had in connecting in the past it's been amazing to connect and rely on people in that sense um, so that has been something really impactful that together we've able we've been able to launch this webinar series we've been able to support each other and sharing resources and i just feel like my duty right now is one making sure all of us are good making sure our members are taken care of and just leading with compassion to me is the number one thing right now. And just putting that before everything else and understanding that everyone is going through this in their own way, regardless of who they are, where they're from, what their situation is, everyone is impacted by this. Mm -hmm. And not everyone reacts to it the same way. People are all dealing with this on their own. So just being understanding, patient, and compassionate with people um, and just taking the time to really be present in how I feel during the day, because each day is different, to be honest. Some days I feel like totally amazing. And like yesterday, I was about to crawl out of my skin. I was just like so cooped up <laughs> in my apartment. So just like being present and okay and understanding and compassionate with myself as well. Honestly, I think that this time has been a gift for the planet, for humanity, and for our society and I think that we should all just take the time to assess what's going on and it's precious time that we're never going to get back so I'm grateful for it. Thank you for sharing Rachel definitely um, leaning on, on, on the community like we said 
and building that support, I feel like it does help to contribute to a greater purpose. So thank you so much for sharing. Would um, Tammy would like to go next? Or yeah, Brian would like to go next? Yeah, I would not want to go after Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That was so epic. Oh so, so half of what I was going to say. See, that's the benefit about going first. <laughs> um, Let that be a lesson to you entrepreneurs. One thing that, well, the first thing I really want to mention is that I have been, at first, I was not looking at it in a sense where it's like, okay, we can take advantage of that time. There is a silver lining here for sure. And it pretty quickly, it re this entire situation revealed to me that that extra time is something that a lot of people have been wanting and asking for subliminally or even vocally, verbally saying it. And this is that moment. And yeah, it may not be packaged in the way that we were looking for it to be, but it is that time that we may not ever get again moving forward. So I've been asking myself two questions once I had accepted and realized that it was important for me to surrender to this process and also for me to utilize this to my best advantage as well as being okay with taking a moment, going through it, accepting my feelings and working with my feelings. I asked myself, one, what do I want my ideal schedule to look like? And two, what do I realize I need to incorporate or practice more to be effective and accomplish my goals? Um, so I began to slowly incorporate these practices and these routines into my time, into my quarantine schedule is what I've been calling it. Creating a mm -hmm. schedule for yourself definitely helps. It doesn't need to be super rigid, but having some sort of layout as to what your day, what you want your day to look like so that you're not like, kind of rolling out of bed, staying on your bed and working and just going through it if you are working from home or like just dealing with what's going on in your mind. Uh, learning new uh, material has been a big thing for me. Um, I've always like, I love to learn. So this has been a time that I can absorb new information on my own pace at my own time and different aspects of how I can incorporate this new information into the different aspects of my, of my work. Sharpening those tools, sharpening those skills, whether it be a free webinars, whether it also be like wellness tip things that I had to do, whether it be breath work or meditating more, things I've been wanting to do, um, implementing more physical activity, trying something new that I've been putting off because I didn't have time. Uh, has been this moment for me. So those are the things that I've been focusing on, as well as self-care, something that I realized this time revealed to me that I had not been taking care of myself like I need to in order to be a better service to the people around me. And it's something that you, we, we all talk about it. It's, you know, it's a thing already. People talk about it all the time. I need to take care of myself. I need to do better, da, da, da. But this is the time to really, for real, like what are the things that you need that you realize you've been neglecting that you can no longer keep doing that? It is compromising your energy and it's compromising how effective and present you are when you're around people. So those are the things that I've been doing in, a, in order to turn this crisis into personal growth and, and a greater purpose. Oh, thank you for sharing. Super important and on point. Amazing. Definitely. Maybe I should have gone second. <laughs> <laughs> Myself down, y'all. I was ready. <laughs> I did yeah, my like, homework. These questions um, were there. Thank you so much for sharing, Tammy. My pleasure. I hope it's helpful. That it is. Super is. We'll be right back after this short break. If you're looking for a space to find motivated and inspired individuals for more opportunity, check out The Lab Miami. Our space is the original co-working community located in the heart of the Wynwood Arts District. We believe entrepreneurs, startups, and corporations alike need an open and inspiring place to gather, experiment, and foster connections. At The Lab, we offer creative workspace solutions, including co-working, virtual offices, dedicated desks, and full-service private office suites. We're also an event venue for off-site meetings, conferences, workshops, and receptions, alongside hosting our own curated events targeted towards entrepreneurs like you. You're invited to learn, act, and build with our innovative community. To get more involved, feel free to pass by for a visit or contact us via email at info at Learn more on our website at www.thelabmiami.com. Well, for myself, I mean, there's definitely been a lot going on 
like I said, I'm friends with a lot of the members at the lab. Um, Wynwood is a very tight uh, community as well, you know. So you you look at you look at uh, a lot of the the surrounding businesses. We all know each other, and we all you know we all understand uh, um, the situation, and we we can usually count count on each other. Um, so spending my time doing during quarantine is actually just kind of like um, being the listening ear and sort of like being there for a lot of uh, a lot of people who are in very uncertain times right now and I feel like the the value of that can can easily go, go unnoticed sometimes right now people just want to know like what's your opinion on this whole situation so that they can form an opinion of their own you know so I've, I've just been trying to like be there for uh for a lot of my friends and entrepreneurs and family members obviously but if i can go back to uh, to my earlier point i think that in this uh in in this atmosphere in this climate that, that we're in right now um businesses or entrepreneurs should really be focusing either on like I said, pivoting or doubling down. Um, so I can give you an example of that on a, on a at least on a large scale, right? Um, there's a, this, this restaurant entertainment venue uh, that was gonna open up, you know, just down the block from the Lab Miami called uh, Punchbowl Social, right? Um, so right Punchbowl, it's right there, you can see yeah, it. So I'm dying to go there. So Punchbowl Social, I have bad news for you, Rachel, <laughs> but uh, Punchbowl Social is actually, they're owned by Cracker Barrel, right? So Cracker no Barrel. Yeah. I freaking love Cracker Barrel. So Crackle, Crackle Barrel, Cracker oh. Barrel, um, they, they, own, they, they own SPH Holding Co., which owns uh, Punchbowl Social, right? So mid- uh, March, they had an SEC filing and they had declared that um, Punchbowl Social and its 19 other uh, sister locations would be shut down. Forever? The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is, which is crazy. And the, the, the reason why I bring this up is that their reasoning for shutting down 19 locations uh, of this, you know, acquired business, mm -hmm. um, is that Cracker Barrel, they own 650 different um, stores throughout 45 different states, right? Their reasoning for dumping Punchbowl Social was because they needed to double down on what they were already doing. You get what I mean? So the reason why I brought that up is because it's a, a large scale example. You either doubling down to provide more value in what you're already doing, this you know, goes out to our like digital, digital entrepreneurs, um, or you're pivoting, which is businesses that are doing like uh, events and, and live stuff like that. Um, so uh, again, like personally, what I've been doing is trying to like brainstorm with, with other, with other people and, and seeing how they can do either one or the other. Um, I know one entrepreneur has tried something like, I don't want to say exactly who, because I don't want to put anybody on blast but using um, Grubhub for non-food related uh, uh, services, right? So like putting up a menu of non-food items on Grubhub for, for delivery. And they were talking about using it for art and stuff like that. Personally, yeah, it's just been that. It's been me sort of like helping, helping my friends and entrepreneurs uh, sort of like bounce ideas off of each other, stay in contact with, with your people, you know what I mean? Make yourself, do do more of these like uh, video calls and brainstorm and, and stuff like that that's my my personal sort of like what i've been going on my journey thank you Nunez. um and on my end um i would also like to share that for example yes there has been some time to maybe meditate more exercise more and learn things but i feel like i've also came across certain points that like I like Rachel said like I wanted to jump off my skin because everything gets so much into like a routine and you're inside of your house and you're like just trying to I don't know navigate to through this wave in the, in the best possible way and one thing that I found helpful 
and that has actually helped me grow per se has been able to stop you know when i feel like i'm trying to do and like find myself busy and that that itself just like creates some sort of like anxiety yeah and i'm just like here at my house and it's like oh my goodness so i feel like being able to just stop and like step away from whatever is happening even inside of my home has been something really helpful that has been helping me again to i guess grow out of this moment why because that at some point like that requires you to be a little bit more aware of the emotions and the feelings that are arising in your body we're home we're not being distracted so much with like other things so i feel like that it's a, it's a really good um opportunity for me to just like okay becoming more aware of myself and therefore grow from there and since i mentioned a little bit about the anxiety that this quarantine and being at home working from home can cause um i would like to jump into the second question for all of you which is if you guys have experience anxiety or fear how have you coped with that in the last couple of days if you if that's something that you came across because of everything that's happening what are those tips that you guys have done in order to like okay come back to center and help you just continue with your day i'll go first so i don't know you're going to put a towel for brian <laughs> oh, are we not doing the same order <laughs> yeah, no 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 i was totally kidding go go please <laughs> go for it okay. make it super difficult rachel <laughs> definitely i have experienced fear and anxiety i think everyone has experienced the collective fear and anxiety of humanity right now even if you're not experiencing it yourself you feel it from what everyone is going through collectively So I think my experience was sort of prolonged or it kind of was like an after effect like at first I really didn't feel any sort of fear and anxiety I was just sort of in the moment and processing things and I was like well wait should I be feeling more anxious about this because everyone was freaking out and of course the news sensationalizes everything and it just seems like the world is ending and of course your parents don't help when they're like no it's well you know so i was like this is really not a big deal everyone needs to calm down like it's fine but then obviously as things progress and you really see the gravity of the situation you're like okay wow this is like a lot more serious than i initially thought it was processing that can be very interesting and like what subs was mentioning about just being very present with yourself and just knowing yourself and realizing your own emotions and i think that's super key in this process is just being the observer as sebs has mentioned when this whole thing went down on our forget when you said that how you're the observer throughout this crisis if you want to call it and just being present and okay with any emotion that comes up and um not judging yourself for it not trying to name it or react to it just being very present with it and just knowing that everyone is in the same boat as you are and it's totally okay to be feeling however you're feeling in terms of coping mechanisms that i have been using i am like a workout aholic <laughs> and i used to go to like all these different classes and i love doing that it's one of my favorite things that's like a huge stress relief for me so in order to keep that up I've been doing a lot of online free classes. You can find them on Instagram. Uh a lot of your local gyms like your favorite local studio, they're doing Instagram lives for free and a lot of times you don't need any equipment. You can do it in your apartment. I just did one with Tremble, which is a local Pilates studio. Shout out to Tremble. And yeah, you can find super easy little free workouts to do at any time. I think having in your routine something it doesn't have to be like an intense workout but just something where you're moving your body where you're connecting to your physical body and just getting up and moving i think that's super crucial throughout this time and also your diet plays a huge role in how you feel so making sure you're eating super well balanced meals and of course keeping to like your routine sleep schedule i haven't been like going to sleep super late and waking up super late i've been trying to stick to my usual schedule and like Tammy was mentioning before having some sort of plan as far as like 
okay, this is what I have to accomplish today. Let me sort of set out my day. And having that structure definitely will make you feel more balanced and more at ease and not letting all this noise get to you. I think that's really key right now is being your own best friend and being like a, a vessel for peace and calm. And it does not matter whatever is going on on the news. I know it can be extremely disconcerting and scary and they make it seem like we're all going to freaking die any second. I mean, that's how they always make it seem. So it's okay to turn that off. You do not have to be connected to that 24 seven and just live in the moment of where you are right now. Well said. Very nice. Done. Okay, now I'm going second. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Just kidding. I'm not going to have an epic uh, answer like that as well. How have I been dealing with like fear and anxiety in these times? Well, there's one thing that, but I'm probably not going to go down that, that uh, road. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? It's okay. You can be real. Probably but... not alone, boo-boo. Be real? Okay. Yeah, you're I not smoke. the only one. <laughs> it, I, I smoke. But really, like, the, whenever I'm, you know, find, like, any time to myself, I, it, I get very, um, you know, introspective and, and I try and take that opportunity to, to meditate, you know, and I feel like uh, a lot of people have some idea of, of you know, what, what meditation is and, and, you know, they feel like it, it wouldn't apply to them or wouldn't help them because they think that it's too, what's the word, what's the, how do you refer to it? Yeah, it's too, too woo-woo. Too woo-woo. Too woo-woo. <laughs> Um, but meditation right. comes in a, in a bunch of different shapes and sizes, and, and yeah. you can honestly still your mind in a, in a, in a variety of, of ways, you know what I mean? I've just been trying to, you know, get more sun, you know, just try and, like, connect with nature, find any moment, place, or opportunity that I can to still my mind and to still everything. So that's, that's how I've been um, sort of like dealing with the, the fear and anxiety, just trying to find stillness, you know, however, however I can. Mm. And smoking. And smoking. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are using coping mechanisms. Like it's very interesting because I think this is an opportunity for you to really connect with yourself on a deep level and recognizing right. like, Oh wow. When I'm under stress, I use this. As like right. a coping mechanism, and do I right. like that? Do I not like that? Do I want to continue to be doing that? And I think it's just a time to like be present and observe how you're dealing with it. For sure, that's that's everybody's own journey to figure out on you know how they want to live life and stuff. Like that's cool, but yeah. that's yeah. cool and stuff. But I'm a kid. Eat a lot. Some people, you know. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, if, if anything, I feel like that's a, a another huge thing that, that people are learning a lot about themselves um, in in this quarantine times because you have all this time to yourself, and and then. So if you like to drink, if you like to smoke or anything that you do like to do, whether it's considered culturally so uh, positive or negative, whatever it might be, um, people now have so much time to do it that they're going to, you know, do it a lot and really have an opportunity to have those conversations with themselves, which I think is pretty cool. That is so cool. Yeah. It's important. Agreed. Yeah. See. Okay. Very well said, Yonisemi. See, everyone had mentioned things that uh, I've been implementing in my time. One thing that I have had to do that I realized was something I used to do and I've been completely neglecting it, which is extremely important and helpful for grounding, is dancing, body movement. Dancing mm-hmm. traditionally and culturally has been a tool to ground and uh, meditate and to become extremely connected to the physical body. Because right mm-hmm. now we're in a, this is very much a mind over matter experience and it's emotional, it's mental, and physically your body takes on whatever is going on in the mind and in the, in the, in the heart. So dancing by playing music playing whatever I feel connected to at that moment that gets my mind off of whatever I'm thinking about, literally whatever that looks like for you. There's no one going to judge you because you're inside your home by yourself or in your room, wherever you can find Twerking away. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Whatever you got to do because that's releasing. 
And um, that's what I found works best for me to release um, whatever energy is not serving me at that moment. Another thing that I've done to help with the anxiety and the fear has been to join a community virtually. I actually met a group of women that I already knew had a community. Actually, they were based in New York, but the person who started is based in in Miami. And um, it was so beautiful to connect and to talk with other people that looked like me or I could relate with that are in my same age group. And they were all women as well. So finding those groups that you know that you can connect to that feels like a safe space, that honestly helps a lot. Just to like have some sort of social connection with people without, um, yes, we can't touch each other and that's okay. But sometimes you need that, um, like a control controlled group or space where you can be yourself and express those feelings and thoughts aside from that has been learning how to stop because it's so easy to be busy trying to do all these things and take advantage of the time that you're not actually like you end up burning yourself out you end up doing too much where you completely neglect yourself um learning how to sit down take a nap rest recuperate rejuvenate yourself this is that time to do that and to you have the permission and the time to do it another thing i've done has been uh calling reconnecting with friends calling any um close friends or loved ones that um can help me get my mind off of what's going on and not necessarily dive back into it so being very selective with who i'm choosing to reach out to but it helps a lot as well so those are the few things that have been working for me that's good really point. nice and that's really good. Yeah, that, that mechanisms that they work, you know? And I'm so happy to see that we all have like our own way to cope with this situation because again, it shows like diversity in terms of how we're dealing with this. 100%. And something that I loved about what Tammy said was the dancing. Mm -hmm. Because I agree, I feel like I've taken some time to also like put myself in front of the mirror and be like, yeah, you know, like, just like, shake it. <laughs> shake like, it, move it, love yourself. Yeah, like, I've moved things in my body that I didn't know that they were there because it's like, so, like, <laughs> who's gonna watch? Nobody. Nobody's watching your home. <laughs> like, twerking, like, yeah, <laughs> everything. And the reason why um, I said that I love that you mentioned that is because I've always been an advocate about, of like, okay, let's create a new world with our imagination, with like, like our inner power and something that I envision in a whole new world after all day is like a lot of people just like dancing and moving and being themselves and apologetically and just being bright, like free, like really experience freedom and dancing. It's one of those things that I see as part of the new world. I love that. Thank you. So to mention that, I'd like to jump into my third question and last question, um, since we've been sharing a lot of like deep and personal emotions, how we're dealing with this situation. I'd like to bring it up a little bit more in terms of like, okay, so we don't know what's happening. Something that quite shocked me out of our previous episode with the webinar series, the current crisis was when Maurice Ferret said that he actually spends spends most of his time thinking on what's the new reality going to look like. So this guy that already is a company globally called Inside Tech, he says clearly that something that he hey, spends times on is thinking how the new world is going to look like. So that's my question to you guys. I feel like Right now, it's really hard to say, oh, this is how it's going to look like, because I feel like there's no way to know. But I feel like we can play with our imagination and think of how would we like that new reality to look like. So that's I'm not going first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Do it, Brian. Going in, going in, talking about our new hypothetical future. I think, I think that there's also a lot of silver linings to these weird ass times that we're in there's a lot of good stuff that's happening and i feel like people that are trying a lot of virtual models for their for their businesses that wouldn't even consider it before are now seeing the value and the benefits 
of operating their business um, virtually. I think the, the I think the future is going to look like it's it, people are leaning more towards um, virtual. They're leaning more towards reconsidering what value and essentials are. I think the future is going to be a lot more aligned with moral moral business or more moral businesses. I mean. I'm sure the porn industry is doing amazing as well, but uh, right now I, I think that people are seeing that you can be profitable, ethical at the same time, and uh, just experimenting with, with different uh, business models and stuff like that. So. Cool. That's what I think. And who would like to go next? How would you like the new reality to look like? Okay. Okay, go. No, no, what Rachel's gonna say, and I'm like, a girl is not trying to wait. <laughs> I'm what she's gonna say. Okay, this one's a tough one. I'm gonna be real with you, um, because it's so just a big question to ask somebody what they would like the new reality to look like. But when you take that approach of what we would like it to be, it it kind of gives that load of takes that load off of like the expectation of what you wanted to be, and more or less the possibility. Right more imagine um so i mentioned to me i think it would be more communal i think a lot of things that we're doing right now are it would be beautiful to take into this next phase and the next the what the future is going to look like moving forward more communal more loving and more compassionate where it especially in a city like here in miami where we do have a reputation oh could not get the word we have a reputation. <laughs> we have a reputation of not being the most friendly, um, most inviting. Um, it's like, what can you give me mentality? And I think Miami has been forced as a city that's like that typically to learn how to get off of that high horse, get over it. We're all human. We all go through things and we all need each other. So moving forward, I would love to see that to be more of the norm. And where technology, yes, it is a part of our world. It is that's something inevitable but being used to actually solve problems for the greater good not for selfish reasons not for power struggles but for act to actually fix problems because we care for the human next to us that's really a big part of what i would love the reality our new reality to look like another thing that really stuck out to me this would be my last point is the concept of less working more living mm. we live in a time yeah. where, and we live in societies such as in urban cities like this that are more developed that are move very fast we've definitely been disconnected from the, the aspect and the we've been disconnected from understanding what it looks like to actually live our lives until we were forced to stop and slow down I agree right so i really would love that to be into the new reality where we actually are enjoying our lives enjoying our families enjoying being around the people we care about enjoying time to ourselves where it's not like we're doing a disservice to anyone by having doing whatever we need to take care of ourselves um or we're not like constantly wired to be like oh do i have enough time like i need to schedule my massage i need to no <laughs> well you should be able to live more so less working not the mentality of produ producing and having to do 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 i really want to see in our new reality that that's not the case that's my answer. <laughs> Please <laughs> sign me up for that reality. I you mean. know. <laughs> yes. I'll go next, I guess. Yes. Rachel, tell us. I have some things to say about this whole thing. Um, tell us. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of opinions about this, but I'll keep it concise. One thing that I think that has been really good in this situation is it's really shed light in a way that no other, I don't think there could be anything more poignant to shed light on this other than this crisis because it's affecting literally everyone. So everyone has to pay attention to it. It's shed light on a lot of broken systems and a lot of things that we built our society on that are super outdated and antiquated and just not conducive to a sustainable future. Just to name like a few of those things, it's really shed light on how minorities in our country are completely disadvantaged. I don't know if you guys are aware of just the statistics of how African Americans and Latinos living in the United States are dying at such a rapid rate compared to other people. And that's just because the way the system is set up for those people 
in their living conditions, they're so disadvantaged. And like, that's something that we can't ignore. You have to evaluate that and realize like, okay, how can we learn from that and be better? Because now like, this is an apparent thing and everyone's being shown with numbers and death, just how important that is. Another thing is just how this crisis started in the first place. You know, people don't really talk about that. Just the way that we treat other animals and beings and how we're just so selfish in our consumption and reckless in how we treat the earth. That can't be sustainable with 7 billion people on this earth. We need to rethink how we're living our day-to-day life in a sustainable way. We can't just be focused on consumerism and output and we're not robots, we're not machines. We, Like Tammy said, the work-life balance, it shouldn't be even a balance, it should just be your life, you know? I think that how I would like to see the new world is really a lot of what Anne Rosenberg had to say in the, uh, the UN 17 Sustainable Goals, that's really being put to the test right now. Having equality for people, having systems that recognize everyone, and being more prepared as a society for, for a crisis like this. People knew that this was coming for years. This isn't something that is a surprise. Why are we not prepared? Why is our healthcare system and government focused on other things besides our survival? We need to evaluate the whole system and why it's set up that way and how we can just be more human. And I think we've really become detached from that aspect of our life. And I would just love to see more human compassion and um, living in a very purposeful, intentional way that's going to allow us to be a sustainable species because the rate that we're going right now, we really are going to end up being our worst enemy. Right, we're actually showing that right now. And um, just to come to an end of our conversation, um, I would also like to share a little bit about the new reality that I would love to live in, per se. And adding everything that you guys said, like echoing, because I feel like there are beautiful realities. I would love to live in a reality where there's actual freedom, right? Freedom of debt. I, I would love to live in a reality where there's no debt. You know, where they're, we're really focusing on making sure that people have the necessary to really live their lives. Like Tammy said, it's super, super important. I also believe in a world that's going to be more compassionate, that's going to be more equal. I really do believe in a world that um, there's going to be equality in it. So hopefully this major reset is going to help us all to rethink again in a, at a global scale. How do we build that new reality? And last question for all. Are you guys optimistic <laughs> about the future? Oh, I love that question. <laughs> and it's just like, therefore, are you guys optimistic? And then we all answer three, two, one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if everyone agrees, but hey, that's mm-hmm. what we want to be. I, at least I put it that way. I'm going to be honest. True. That's what we want. I'm optimistic. Hope and faith. Yeah, same. But I mean, there, there's a huge part of, of my brain that's very, you know, I, I rely heavily on on um, information and, you know, what I see. I like making my own uh, decisions and judgments and stuff like that. Right now is everything is super uncertain. Am I optimistic? Yes, but that's because that's the kind of person that I am. Mm. Are things really real right now? Yes. So here's hoping for for a bright future. I would say that I am definitely optimistic, regardless of what happens um, that I'm not in control over. I'm optimistic because I know that I have a lot of things in my power and in my control that will give me the future that I want to have. And it's, you know, just knowing that you have that power and that ability to create your, the reality that you want is very important to know that it doesn't matter, you know, the economy. I know obviously it affects all of us, but just knowing that that's not even the biggest thing right now. It's just your own inner power and connecting to that is really what's going to give you a bright future. Agreed. Agreed. See, I didn't thank say that. You all. Way, but, you know, <laughs> that's like, I could definitely agree with what Rachel's saying.
Is there something that you would like to add, Temi? The only thing I would add is that reminding everyone that this is really about how you look at it. This is really perspective based. And if you allow yourself to get caught up and taken in by the fear and the negative aspect of what's going on, then you're not free. You are literally binding yourself. So it's really important to do whatever you need to do to keep your energy and your spirits high. And yes, it's okay to sit with, your, with yourself. It's okay. But staying there is, is really not going to get you anywhere. That's where the resilience really lies. I 100% agree with a lot of what Rachel was saying. It's up to you and how you look at it in order to create what you want moving forward. Beautiful. Would anybody like to add any other final thoughts? We miss you, everyone. We love you. Yes. Thank you. We miss you and love you to everybody out there. See. Very much. And shout out to the parents that are really out here figuring out how to handle work at home and schoolwork. Yes. Mm. And now that you mentioned parents, thank you. So we can close it out. Big shout out to Max Touchman, the um she's the oh, co-founder and CEO of Caribou. Um so she was also one of our speakers for the Brain for Speaker series. And I just recently read an article from Forbes where they mentioned her and Caribou because she opened up the app for free for parents and grandparents wow. at home during coronavirus. Amazing. So that way they can, for example, oh, does the parent has to go take a shower? So that way they can give the let's say the device to the kid and they can have a conversation with their grandpa while parents do their things at home so big shout out to them and for really contributing big time especially to parents and families during Super this time important. thank you thank you guys it was a pleasure to see with you all again until next time until next time Love you guys. Bye. 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 like what you just heard if you would like your business or platform to be mentioned on our podcast, we now have sponsorship options available. Email us at podcast at thelabmiami.com for a spot on the Big Idea Box. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review the Big Idea Box podcast. And remember, always share with a friend. Stay connected and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Big Idea Box. <laughs>